Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and we've got a great show today. We're going to talk about fit and fabulous after 40. We're so excited to welcome uh, uh, Deborah Borland today. We're also welcoming Deborah Boulanger. We've got a lot of Debras today, Linda. How are we going to handle it? Uh, right now, I just have to figure out who I'm talking to because now I've got, I don't hear you and I'm kind of messed up. Do you hear me? You know, I've got some terrible feed problems, so I'm going to just uh, take over until we figure out what's going on with the feed here. Uh, we've got uh, two great guests today. They are women who have excelled in having great bodies, great minds. They look fashionable. They look beautiful. Uh whenever they are in public and it's really a lot of fun to to see how great people can look at 40s 50s and 60s um i see demi moore in the um i see demi moore in the news all the time and she looks rocking in her bathing suit i know she's she's known for dating younger men but i gotta tell you she works really hard on her body i know she probably has had lots of plastic surgery done but you know no amount of surgery can can take the place of eating right and working out and taking really good care um, of your body. Do we have Linda Franklin here? Okay, well, we don't have Linda at this point, so uh, we are going to wait for her to come on the show. But one of the things that uh, I love about our show today is that we're going to talk about, you know, very natural ways that we can help our bodies and our minds look better. And that can be through nutrition. That can be through uh, the use of color. I know um, I had a lot of experience with a great company called Life Therapy, and they do a lot of different color therapy. They do aromatherapy, really neat things. If you haven't checked them out, uh, Lynette uh, Lovelace is the owner of it. And she's written a lot of great articles about the use of color in mood. And she talks about choosing your mood. And I'd love to talk about when we get uh, Deborah Borland on the phone today, uh, the use of color, because when we wear different colors, it can, um, it can affect our mood. It can affect how we feel about things. Uh, we've known this for years with hospitals that paint their walls, you know, baby blue or light pink or happy cheery yellow. Uh, but the same goes with the colors that we put on our body. You know, if we wear a blue suit or a black suit, we can feel dynamic and sophisticated in black. We can feel passionate and romantic and sexy uh, in um 
in red and, you know, happy-go-lucky and yellow and powder pink. You know, it really does affect our mood. It affects everything. So when we look at being fabulous um, in our 40s, um, it's really important that we look not only at what we're putting in our bodies, but also what we're putting on our bodies insofar as colors, even lipstick. Uh, we're going to see if we can patch Linda Franklin in. Linda, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. Oh, my gosh. I'm okay. glad to hear you. <laughs> okay. What I had to do was get off the other thing and stay stay where I was because I that w- it wasn't working for me because I was hearing you double. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could hear you double too. I'm so glad that um, that we got figured out. Um, I think it's really important, Linda. You brought this up to me about you know the use of lipstick. You know when everybody started going with the pale and the nudes, how washed out everybody looked. And and I got to tell you, I looked washed out too. Yeah, I, I just don't know why, especially with older women, you know, they think that the nudes um, and the beiges work um, on the lips, but I really don't think so. I think, you know, you don't want to have uh, rosy cheeks and red lips like a clown, but you need to have some color uh, on your face that, you know, brightens up everything that you're, you know, that you're looking at it. It, it, it just makes a big, big difference. It does. And, you know, I really noticed it. My kids and I were watching some documentary on Taylor Swift and, you know, she's such a pretty girl. And, you know, I looked at her hair and, you know, her hair isn't, you know, completely bleached out and it's curly and fun and bouncy. And, you know, her makeup is so pretty and she has these beautiful red lips and you're right. It just really brightens up uh, your face. And I got to tell you, I live in Los Angeles. And if I see one more woman with bleached blonde hair in a black dress and black high heeled shoes, you know, the hooker pumps, I'm going to scream because there doesn't seem to be any color out here anymore. Is it the same in New York? Well, yeah, I think the women in New York are a little more stylish, <laughs> you know, and you see, and because we're, you know, we're such a melting pot of all ethnicities, um, you see just a little bit of everything. But right now, we're not seeing a whole lot of everything because we're, you know, buried in snow. This weekend, I, we had guys come out and shovel our uh, roof and our deck oh. because, you know, you're just so afraid that it's going to collapse on you because how much, how much snow can it hold? So, you know, we're wearing uh, coats and boots and 59 layers and hats and earmuffs. So <laughs> fashion isn't, isn't the greatest, even though we had fashion week here last week. <laughs> you had fashion freezing week last week. We had fashion freezing week. You know, it's just, um, it's just not true to us uh, here on the East Coast. Well, here on the West Coast, we're sweltering. We were in the pool this weekend, and, you know, it's been so hot. And the thing, you know, everybody goes, oh, boo-hoo, poor you. But I will tell you, when you buy your kids clothes and you buy them sweaters and sweatshirts and long sleeve shirts, you know, at this growing stage, and try to find a pair of shorts in February um, so they can go to school and not fall over, you know, with heat stroke is not an easy proposition. So I've been stuffing my kids (laughs) into their summer clothes that were good for last year because I'm not set to buy summer clothes for another couple months, but it was 85 today. You're kidding. Wow. No, well, no. We, we had a heat wave. I think we got up to 36 or 37, and by the end of the week, they're saying uh, 50, which will mean, you know, then we're going to have like a melting problem because you, you just can't believe, you know, the mounds of snow everywhere. But then I heard next week we're going to go back into the soup again and have the coldest week of the winter. So, you know, I don't know what's happening with this climate change, but it's definitely happening. (laughs) It's happening. It's changing. We've got global warming. You've got global freezing. Um, But I will say that I like. 
I'm going to put this out there. I love the cold weather, not the freezing weather, but I love the hats and the scarves. And I love women when they wear, you know, beautiful layers, you know, when a woman comes into a restaurant and she takes off a beautiful draped coat with a lovely scarf. And then she has a beautiful, you know, a dress or pantsuit underneath it. And, you know, we just don't get that out here because it's too darn hot. So you really don't get to accessorize much. Most everything out here is skin. That's all I see is skin, skin, tan skin, white skin, brown skin, fat skin, you know, and I get so... Tired of skin. Droopy skin. I like to see beautiful fabrics. And I felt that way with the Olympics, Lind. I almost called you because I was looking at the figures and I thought if one more figure skater comes out with her boobs, you know, completely flat smashed against her chest with this leotard, you know, only that little one, the little Russian girl who well, she's skated 15, so beautifully. Right? She's petite, but she had she had an outfit that went down to her arms, and you know it was a traditional skater's outfit. But the American skaters wore this like like bust thing that looked like somebody spray painted you know their chest, and then they just again had all this skin showing. And I just I really like the traditional. I, I love fabric. I love clothing when it's draped on a woman. I think it is sexier than when you just have all the skin hanging out. Well, you know, we had last week we had our talking about fabric and dresses and clothes. We had our Valentine's Day makeover at uh, at the Arden Red Door Salon, and all of our women um, that we made, our military women, they got these uh, dresses made for them. You know, they were uh, made to measure, and they, you know, they pretty they look pretty darn good. Um, and then when all of the guests. Uh, came in to, we had about 70 women there and a few men, and they all got um, uh, gratis uh, spa treatment. So these women were running around getting oxygen facials and manicures and makeup, and they were so happy. You know, you you give put a woman in a salon and give her some makeup, give her a couple of treatments, give her a manicure, and they are like little girls there just in seventh heaven. It is. Well, but it's fun to dress up. You know, that's the thing, you know, that I really miss uh, living where I live. And, you know, the the fashion out here is just so it's just not I, I you know, I'm going to put it out there. L.A. just doesn't have fashion. I'm just going to say it, uh, you know, not like New York and not like, you know, that little girl dress up, you know, where you match a scarf to a dress and a hat and, a, you know, shoes or boots. Um it's it's fun and it's lifting to your spirit, no matter what your body type. I mean, see some beautiful, beautiful large women in New York City when I was there last who were dressed just to the nines and they looked so great. You 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 admired them. You didn't look and go, oh my gosh, they're you know big. You might acknowledge it, but there's just something primal about being a woman and getting dressed up. Or, you know, just taking care of yourself, looking like you're put together. You know, you don't have to have on the most wonderful thing in the world, but if you're just, if it fits you, I think fit is really important. If it fits you, if it's not too tight or too loose, um, and it just fits you, it just sort of skims your body no matter how big your body is. I think, uh, and you, you know, you have a decent pair of shoes on and you look and your hair is in good and your makeup, you, you just look good. Yeah, you, you look know, finished. You, it, you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be fancy, and you don't have to spend tons of money, but, you know, just knowing how to put things together, um, you know, is. I think it's an art. It is 
So it is smart. And, you know, I will say that, you know, as much as I just bagged on Los Angeles, I will, I would like to put a shout out and a thank you to West Hollywood, to all the gay men in my life over the years who helped me dress better, because that's the one area of the community that I think looks good um, all the time. And they're the first ones to go, oh, girlfriend, that does not work. You can't wear that lipstick. And we all need a little help. And um, that's why we're bringing on our guest coming up, uh, Deborah Boland. And she talks about being fabulous after 40. And we're going to talk about body types with her, which I think is really neat. So you, when we come back from the break, you're not going to want to miss Deborah Borland of Fabulous After 40. My name's Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin on Powered Up Talk Radio and more about body types after the break. We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on Toginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and our guest today is Deborah Borland. Oh, I knew I was going to say it. Deborah Boland. I've been calling her Deborah Borland for years in my head. I think she's got such a fantastic company. It's called Fabulous After 40. Uh, she's here with us today, uh, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about body types. But before we do, I'd like for Deborah to introduce herself and tell our listeners a little bit more about who she is and what you do. 
Oh, Sandra, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Linda. Um, well, I am the publisher of Fabulous After 40, and we're an online community that's been going for about six years. And we invite women 40, 50, and beyond to help them tweak their chic and look age amazing, as I like to say. So it's just a community of women. Maybe, uh, you know, you're feeling a little bit frumpy, a little out of date. And, you know, after 40, it's kind of hard to get back on the style track. So many things have changed. Your body has changed. Your lifestyle has changed. There's no role models out there. And it's hard to find inspiration, you know. But if you've always loved fashion, you feel good about dressing up, and, and who doesn't? Because when you look good, you feel good, and life is so much more fun, then, you know, you need to come over to Fabulous After 40 because that's why I created it, to just help women just tweak their chic a little bit and just have more fun in life. You know, I think it's important to have fun, um you know, it is a relative thing. I think it's fun <laughs> when I dress up, you know, in my silly clothes, but I also like to go out and look really great. But, you know, Linda and I were talking about how do you know, like the meter for yourself? Like, what are some of the criteria, you know, as we age? I mean, I know I grew up on the East Coast, so I always think like, oh, well, you don't wear white after Labor Day, which I do anyway now. But, you know, are there any general rules of thumb? I mean, Linda brought up a good one first segment talking about the clothes have to fit right, you know, not too tight, not too loose. Can we talk about body types with respect to dressing? Oh, sure. You, oh, there's lots to say about body types. And, you know, I, I we're going to go through the different body types tonight, but I guess the main thing I want to say is I don't want people to get hung up on, you know, I'm this particular body type and I can only wear these types of clothes because it's a mistake. I mean, there are women with all kinds of different body shapes. Sure, you can slot yourself into kind of one category, but there's always little variations. And I just, I just don't want people to get too regimented. I mean, your best friend is the mirror. Put something on, take a look in the mirror, and you're you're gonna you have to be honest with yourself. You know you can't go by strict rules and regulations. Just just guidelines. You know, it, but you know, body type um, it it does matter somewhat. Uh, just I can just use myself as an example. I'm short waisted, so if I go in and put on a skirt with a little boxy jacket, it looks like I'm cut in half, and it makes me look even shorter than I am. So if I'm going to wear uh, a, a skirt. I mean, and pants are different because it gives you a longer look because <laughs> they're longer. Um, I wear a longer jacket because it sort of gives you a better uh, a better look. Yeah, exactly. I'm short-waisted myself, and, and that's when the, the distance between your shoulders and your natural waist is is shorter than average. So you're, it's almost like your your waist is really up high and your bust is almost sitting right up by your waist, so there's not much space there. So you're right, you want to <laughs> you, you want to make that torso seem longer. So yeah, there are it's all an optical illusion though, isn't it? You're you're really just dressing in a way that makes your torso look a little bit longer by wearing those longer jackets and avoiding the shorter ones. And of course it's totally the opposite way if you're long waisted. Well that's you know, me. It's, it's, I'm huge. It's like I'm I'm a college swimmer and I have great big butterfly shoulders and I have a big long torso and the only time I ever feel good is when I watch the Summer Olympics and see women swimmers that are bigger yeah. and taller than me. Yeah. Oh, that's the inverted body. Yeah, that's the inverted triangle body shape. Yeah, that that's that, well that's like the Linda Evans dynasty days, you know, that typical uh, triangle, inverted triangle, and that, that you, I mean, the thing with every body type is, first of all, I just want to say women need to embrace the body they're in right now. They need to embrace their body shape. 
okay, the ideal that everyone's trying to reach for is that hourglass shape. But, you know, there are problems with the hourglass shape as well. But, you know, you're all trying to get kind of towards that perfect figure, and it's just a little bit of tweaking either up top or down bottom or whatever in front. And just that little bit of tweaking can get you closer. It's all an illusion to having that perfect figure. What are the what is the newest things uh, for spring? Not that we go with the newest things because sometimes the newest things by next year they're they're the oldest things. But what would you say that women um, need to have in their spring wardrobe? Oh gosh, there's so many spring trends out. One of my favorite is I don't know if you've been seeing it a little bit lately, but it's kind of where um, art meets clothing. You know, it's called wearable art, and there's a lot of Beautiful clothing that almost looks like a painting, a dress that looks like a painting, bright colors, um, you know, the bolder, the brighter, the print, the better. It's just this walking, living art, and I love that trend. I think that's really beautiful, and I think color is so important after 40 as well because I think we talked about this on the last call, that you can get into this rut of this abundant black disorder where all you're wearing is black, 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 and it's actually very aging because it creates dark shadows under your eyes and, you know, your skin is getting paler, your hair is getting paler. And too much black, especially up by your face, can drag you down. So I really like this trend of the art-inspired wear because it's colorful, it's bright, it's lively, it's energetic. And when you look energetic, you look youthful. Now, what about for a bathing suit? Like, you know, right now we're in bathing suit weather and we just... Um, <laughs> Where you <it's>, are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's bathing suit weather. But, you know, I go to my standby black bathing suit because I can pair a pretty sarong with it. But there's not much hiding, you know, in a bathing suit. There's not much hiding in a bathing suit. But there's a little bit of hiding in a bathing suit. And it, it's... You know, we could just go through every body body type and talk about it. But I guess the biggest problem with women over 40, 50 and beyond is, you know, we've got that little midlife menopause, as I like to call it. And it's just kind of sticking out there in front, you know, whether it's really big like an apple or really, you know, tiny, but it's just still there. You know, how do you camouflage that? And a great idea is, you know, if you've got a one-piece bathing suit with some ruching or shearing or, or something like that, um, that kind of draws the the eye, you know, solid color, and it draws the eye, you know, into to that kind of confuses the eye with all that shearing and covers up the tummy. So that that's one of the things you can do. Your right color has a big uh, impact. You don't want to go for bright or light colors because they're going to emphasize your size, whereas darker colors will um, recede more. It doesn't have to be black. You know, you could wear navy or just a, a dark red or whatever. There's just I mean, there's so many things you can do. Well, oh, well you know, you, I like the sarong. Yeah, that helps me a lot. Yeah, the sarong. Yeah, that's good, too. That's a good little optical illusion. Well, I don't even talk about bathing suits anymore because they're sort of out of my wardrobe. I, you know, I want to, I, but I'm, you know, I'm a casual gal and I like to, I mean, I like to wear jeans. I like to wear boots. Um, and believe me, this winter, you know, that's, <laughs> that's a good look because it's, it's been so darn cold. But I, I see now that the, the, one of the trends had been, you know, wearing like a longer shirt and then like a shorter vest on top of it. So it's, you always thought, you know, you never have your shirt tails hanging out, but it seems to have been a, a, a big style. At least it was, you know, in, for the winter. The layering effect. Yeah, you know, layering's been very popular. Uh, you know, with like I know what you're saying, like a tunic over a skinny jean with a little vest. It's a kind of a cute look. It's been very yes. popular. Um, you know, this spring we're seeing a lot of 
other trends, we're seeing a real sporty trend, um, kind of an athletic trend with a lot of stripes. We saw a lot of stripes last year. We're seeing a lot of stripes this year. Um, but, but more of an athletic feel to the stripes. We're seeing kind of, um, you know, a metallic look, which, you know, you have to be careful with, with body types because if you've got a lot of extra weight, you don't want anything too shiny on the area where you've got a lot of extra weight. So if you're big in the tummy, you don't want a, you know, a top that's really shiny in that part, or maybe it's um, your legs are really heavy. You don't want a pair of pants that are really shiny. So anywhere where you're heavy, you don't want a lot of shine. So that's another trend that's happening. Of course, you know, crop tops are, <laughs> and I don't think anybody over 40, 50 beyond is going to be wearing those. That's a pretty obvious one. Um, sheer, we're seeing a lot of sheer this spring. And that's mainly in kind of cutout panels in skirts, which is quite pretty and can be really nice if you've got great legs because it really shows off your legs with that little peekaboo window. Or, you know, it's like anything. Whatever is the great part of your body that you want to show off, that's where you want to put detail. So, for example, if sheer, you know, tops, dresses, whatever are in, then you want to put the little sheer window. Let's say you've got a really nice bust line. Then you maybe want to put the little sheer panel just above your, your bust line. Or you've got really great legs. You want to get a skirt with a little sheer panel just above the hemline. You know, so you're emphasizing, you're putting the detail on the body part you want to emphasize, and you're keeping the detail away from the body part you don't want people to be looking at. That's why we don't have a sheer panel right over our fanny. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes for everything. It goes for embellishment, too, embellishment with tops. You know, if you've... I don't know if you want to go through the different body types, but, for example, if I talk about the bear, the pear body type, the, the pear body type is someone who's got a an upper body that is smaller than their lower body. So in other words, their hips are quite large compared to their shoulders. So the whole goal of, you know, if you're dressed, if you've got a body like this and you want to dress, is you want to balance your shape. You want to draw attention away from those hips upwards. So how do you do that? You put the detail, you put the embellishment or, you know, anything up top at the shoulders to draw the eye up to your shoulders and away from your hips, and then you're going to look more balanced. You're going to look more like that beautiful hourglass shape. Now, it could be a collar as well. It may not be embellishment, but you may have a nice uh, portrait collar, a nice wide-open collar, and that's going to visually kind of widen your shoulders and make your hips look more in line. You might pick a top with sleeves, for example. Sleeves give you that little extra, even a short sleeve gives you that little extra width, right, at the shoulder, makes your shoulders look broader. Therefore, it makes your hips look a little smaller. You look more in balance. I mean, all kinds of tricks like this. Jackets, a strong jacket will also make your your shoulder look, uh, you know, um, broader. And jewelry too, right? Jewelry. Jewelry is another great example. Jewelry draws the eye up. So it's all these little things. I I don't know what body types you gals think you are, but... Well, hold on. We're going to do that after the break. I need to take us to commercial break, and we come back after the break. We're going to talk about Linda's body type and my body type. Oh, great. I, I know. I think what we're we're getting at here, though, is proportions. That you know, exactly. when we're in proportion, you know, we look better. Maybe we look more put together. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Powered Up Talk Radio, along with Linda Franklin. Our guest today is Deborah Boland of Fabulous After Forty. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about more tips and tricks and how to work with our individual body types.
we've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is for all you girls about 42. Get ready for Wise Up Radio, leveraging your learning, leadership, and legacy with Donna Kimbrand, the edgy evolutionary, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you're an entrepreneurial leader or visionary, stay ahead of your game with insights, tools, and strategies that give you the thought leader's edge. Each week, join Donna and her guests as she'll ask the edgy questions, help you discover game-changing shortcuts to better thinking and learning, how to explore the ripple effects of leadership excellence and how to create your life as a living legacy where the legacy you leave is the life you live as thought leaders you need strategies to help you enjoy the confidence and thrill of riding the wave of rapid change for more on donna check out her website gamechangerthinking.com then join the conversation and sharpen up your wits on wise up radio with donna kimbrand tuesdays at 1 p.m eastern here on the rockstar radio network Have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Then join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget on TogiNet Wednesday nights, 9, 8 central. Do you want to recreate a truly connected relationship or wonder, how do I tell my kids about things? Join Lou Paget, one of the world's best-selling authors in the field of sexuality, a certified sex educator and sought-after expert for all media and her renowned expert guests as they discuss anything and everything about sex that impacts our lives and our families' lives. For more on Lou, check out her website, loupaget.com. This is the show where the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health can finally give you the answer to that question. Join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget, Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's some more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is for all you girls about 42. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and we are visiting with Linda Boland today. Her company is Fabulous After 40, and since Linda and I are both after 40, we're so excited to have her here today to talk about body types and the use of color, um, as well as different types of, of clothing. So, Linda, you want to go first and have uh, have um, Deborah go over kind of some do's and don'ts for your body type, and then I'll take a turn? Sure. Um, my, I'm definitely not a pair. I guess I'm, I'm pretty well proportioned, mm-hmm. I think. Um, you know, I do have the, the belly uh, issue that you talked about before. Um, and so, and, and I, we talked about the short-waistedness before, and okay. basically that's it. But I do think that, uh, you know, these body shapers, you know, uh, when you're really putting on an outfit that you really like, I think that they really help you um, look the best in, in whatever you're choosing to, to wear. Oh, yeah, I think they're fantastic, too. And, you know, you can have any body type and still have that little jelly belly, you know, after 40. So shapers are the way to go. Now, you were saying that you're pretty you're pretty well-rounded. So 
Uh, do you have much of a waist, or is your waist about the same width? You know, is there not much difference between your shoulders uh, and your waist, waist and your hip? Uh, since uh, past 50, my waist is, um, it's not a small waist, so I don't really have the, an indentation. I would say my waist is probably a 31, and um, I think my bust is probably a 36, and I would say my hips are pretty much the same, about a 36. Mm-hmm. So there isn't like, I don't, I'm not, I don't go in like Dolly Parton. <laughs> No, no. And so well, I don't t- I don't accentuate my waist a lot. I mean, it, it's because it 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 I'm more straight. You're more straight and yeah. and you're not full busted. Well, 30 I'm 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 a 36C, so 36C. Okay, so you've got yeah. to be Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, there's there's kind of two types. There's there's the there's the hourglass a lot of have, were you ever an hourglass or? No, my I mean my waist was never really small small. I think the smallest I can ever remember my waist being was either a 28 or a 29. Mhm. Mhm. Because sometimes you can be an hourglass but you've just gotten a little wider after 40. (laughs) But you're you're still an hourglass. Wish we got got taller and still got that waist and you want to emphasize it. So, you know, it it sounds like you're more of a rectangle, though. I'll go over the hourglass first just so we can talk about the differences. So if you're an hourglass, then you're, you know, you've got that curvy figure that, you you know, you've got the full bust and the full hips, but you're that tiny waist. That's what you're kind of famous for is that tiny waist. Although, as I said, it can get wider as you age. Um, And everyone thinks that's the perfect figure. But you know you can look, uh, you know you can look either too sexy if you wear the wrong clothes, or you can look too matronly actually if you're an hourglass. Believe it or not, because you've got all those curves. But if you wear baggy clothing with those curves, you're going to just and you've got a big bust, you're just going to look matronly. So the goal for the hourglass gals, um, even if you don't have that much of a waist left, but you still do have a waist, is to not dress too boxy or too tight. You know, and typically, you know, the classic. Hourglass figures were, you know, of course, Marilyn Monroe or Sofia Vergara right now. I mean, she's just the classic gorgeous figure. But, um, you know, just running over the hourglass, so, you know, you want to go for things that really show off that waist. So wrap tops and fitted jackets that nip in at the waist and always soft materials, nothing stiff because you've got all those curves. And you want to wear belts and you want to wear pencil skirts that taper and narrow and show your beautiful hips. Uh, those type of things. I mean, that's a pretty obvious one. And that's, people say, well, that's the easiest, but as we said, there are challenges with that too. Now, the rectangle, which is similar to the hourglass, except that there's no really defined waist. You know, the it's more, um, it's more just like a pencil, straight up and down. And you can get gals that are kind of really uh, slim and skinny pencils, or you can get, you know, especially after 40, 50 and beyond, you can get kind of rulers, <laughs> if, if, if I would say, call it that, where you're kind of straight up and down. So the goal, with it sounds like maybe with you and the rectangle, is that you want to create curves where there are no curves, right? You want to get rid of this boyish figure this, or this matronly figure. And so what you want to do is you want to uh, create rounded shapes. So you want to pick coats or dresses with belts, right? You want to get a belt. You want to kind of create a waist where there is no waist. You want to tuck in blouses. Now, you say you're you're short-waisted. Maybe that's not a good idea for you. But if you're not short-waisted, you want to tuck in the blouse um, to to show that you have a waist. You want to have tops with ruffles because they're soft and round and they're going to create the illusion of a more round instead of straight up and down kind of hard body. Those type of things. Anything soft, scarves. Scarves will create curves. What about uh, shoulder pads? 
skirts with little flares at the bottom will create a curve. Does and that shoulder sound... pads, because if your shoulders are bigger and it makes you more triangle and you then you sort of curve in at the waist. Absolutely, that's exactly right. Anything that makes your 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 hips and your shoulders look bigger, wider than your waist. Yeah. So that's what you want to do if you're a rectangle. Now, what wow. you want to avoid <laughs> if you're a rectangle, if you're already boxy, then you want to stay away from anything really boxy looking, like, right? Like those little boxy jackets that are little short. Little boxy jackets. Yeah. You're already boxy. You're just going to look like a football player. You're just, <laughs> you know, just heavy and boxy. And it's kind yeah. of like that, you know, that kind of, oh, I don't want to say the queen, but, you know, that heavy, boxy, square yes. look. You know, it's, very, it's a very dumpy kind of look yeah. that you want or to stay away from Or intimidating and imposing if you're tall. Pardon me? Or intimidating or imposing when you're tall. Right, like exactly. Sometimes when I go on a tech, you know, if I go on a tech call and I, I need to impress people, I will, I've got great big shoulders. And when you add shoulders to that, you come in and you're big high heels, you know, you're like the Amazon tech woman, but, you know, you take no prisoners. But you don't right. want to look like that on a date. Yeah, you can look very masculine, very masculine, the, the rectangle, you know. So it's, it's, all, a, it's all a balancing act. Now, what and about, about yourself, somebody... Sandra? What do you think you fall into? Well, I have really long arms. I have a long torso. It's very hard for me to find a bathing suit that'll fit. Like, you know, I can buy those, you know, the two-piece ones, the sports mm-hmm. ones, you know, the tankinis work really well for me. But I have wide shoulders. I have strong thighs. I am, <laughs> I don't even work out that much, and I could lift a couch and move it across the room. I mean, it's just the way I'm built. Um, so it sounds like you're really... that inverted triangle shape. Where you've got yes. the wide shoulders and the narrow hips? Yeah. And I find, you know, like buying dresses for me is really hard unless I wear like a fitted shirt. Like I love the shirt in the front, but it's like a tank dress. You know what I mean? And it'll have, uh-huh. you know, it'll either have long sleeves or, or even sleeveless so that the whole body from like the neck down is like, you know, in black or blue or navy. I never wear prints. It's just not a good body for that. And I can't wear ruffles or any of that kind no. of stuff. It's really, really hard for me. I look stupid. I look like Bozo the Clown. So you've got swimmer's body, the swimmer's body, right? That Yes. I, I yeah. don't think so. I was a swimmer, so I, I Oh, okay. Well, there you I go. The bo- okay, years, well, you so. need to balance your broad shoulders then with, with your small waist and your hips, and that means that you've got to think about it. If you've got the broad shoulders and you want to get that hourglass shape, what do you have to do? You have to widen the hips, right? Okay. Balance out the hips. <laughs> She just yeah. fell off the chair. <laughs> I, did. I did, you know, because I'm Balance the first one the to hip wear, like, because a t-shirt Otherwise, you're going to look like an ice cream cone, and you can look top-heavy, and like you're going to fall over like Dolly Parton, you know? Are you are you big-busted, or? Uh, no, that's the... Um... That's the problem. I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'll give my measurements. I'm a 38 on top and a 38 in my hips, and then I'm about a 34 waist, but I'm only a B cup. So there's not a lot of, um, I wear a padded bra every day. Sorry, did you say your, 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 your shoulders are wider than your hips though, right? At least yeah. a couple of inches yeah. wider than your hips? Oh, easily, yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, you, you have to balance out that body shape on the bottom because otherwise you're just going to look like that ice cream cone kind of shape. Yeah. So you you actually can wear things that uh, a lot of women can't wear, you know, like a pleated skirt or um, you know, you've got great legs probably. I do. They're strong. You know, they're They're muscular. strong great That's... legs. So you want to show those off, but you don't want to show them off in too short of a skirt. 
because you are so wide up top, if you have a short, short skirt, you know, you're going to look like you're going to, again, fall over. over. Yeah. yeah. Exactly so you, roughly. But you can go for a full skirt. You can go for a very full skirt on the bottom because you, you need to widen out the bottom to match your shoulders. So you can go for pleated skirts, full skirts. You can go for wider pants, which a lot of women can't, you know, go for the wider pants. You can wear lighter colors on the bottom. So many women don't wear light colors on the bottom because they think it makes them look big on the bottom. But you don't have much of a bottom. So you can wear like bright colors, light colors on the bottom, and you're not going to risk looking heavy. I do. Talking I love about my, like, much of a bottom, legs. what do women do that have flat derrieres? Do they go out and buy a pair of those padded panties? I mean, because <laughs> trying to get pants that fit around your tush, are, it's really hard. It's really hard. But, you know, that's why you have to have a, a good you know, seamstress, <laughs> no, get the alterations done, you know, that's that's so key because uh, as we age, our body does change and you can't just buy off the rack. So I think a lot of women are, you know, they don't think of that. They think, well, they have to just buy what's on the rack and it's got to fit or if it doesn't fit, then they don't wear it. But men don't think that way. They get everything perfectly altered to fit them to a T. And we have to start thinking that way because fit is so important as we age. It really is. Because as we get older, our bodies get softer, they get rounder, and we need that shape. We need those strong lines, like in a good jacket, to give our shoulders definition and, uh, you know, a great pair of pants, like you said, that really fit our behinds properly and not make us look like a, a sagging pancake. So it, it's really, really key. It's challenging. It really is. That's it why is. we need someone like you to uh, to lead lead us to the right places because it <laughs> is it is uh, it could be a full time job just getting clothes that you look reasonably good in. Right. Well, I just want to touch on the. Yeah, we've only got a few minutes, but I just wanted jeans. to touch on that tummy problem because it is it is my number one problem of of women that come to my site is the number one problem of having that jelly belly, that tummy. And whether you're a full-blown apple, you know, with a big, big tummy up, up front or a little tummy, it's, a, it's really, really frustrating. So I just want to address for the gals that have a really big tummy up front, I mean, what are you going to do? You think, oh, my gosh, how am I going to dress? I've got this big tummy. What am I going to do? Well, you want to concentrate on your other parts. You want to concentrate on your, probably your fantastic shapely legs and your beautiful arms. Forget about trying to, you know, create a waist with a big, big tummy because it, you know, you're just, it's not going to look good. Just forget about that. Just, you want to have a top that's longer. You want your tops that are untucked and unstructured and you want a good bra to hike up the girls so they're, you know, they're not touching your tummy. It doesn't look like one big blob, right? You want to separate your bust from your tummy. So you got that covered with nice, soft, loose clothing there. You and guys, then you just, wanna act, you just want to act. You just want to. We've been visiting with Deborah Boland. You can check her out at fabulousafter40.com. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. 
Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. What does reboot mean? Ever wonder why your connection to the world through your computer does not work as flawlessly as most of your ability to breathe? ISP Radio Network explains the why and how the Internet works. Learn the inside and secrets that your Internet provider may not be telling you or even want you to know. Gain the confidence to proclaim that you are no longer technically illiterate. You may call him a techno gearhead or network guru, but Stephen Grabeel, your host, is a person driven by a passion to serve people fast Internet as well as empowering Internet users with simple skills to maintain their fast Internet. This is ISP Radio Network, a place where Internet service providers and the self-proclaimed technically challenged users of the Internet meet weekly to share ideas of what makes the Internet work or how to make the Internet work better. Don't miss ISP Radio with your host, Stephen Grabeel, Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Central, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list to Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin, and we've got two Debs today. We've got Deborah Boland and <laughs> Deborah Bullinger. So this is going to be a lot of fun for this segment. Um, I would like to go to Deborah Boland first of Fabulous After 40. We were talking about big tummies uh, when we went to break and how to dress with big tummies. And you were going through some great tips. I'd like to finish that out with you and then go over to Deb Boulanger. And she can tell us what we can eat and how we can combat that big tummy. So, over to you. Okay. All right. Well, I was saying uh, I find that the number one problem of women 40, 50 and beyond is that jelly belly, that menopause. And what do they do with it? And some women have bigger ones than others. 
you know, the main thing is if you've got a big tummy and you're an apple shape, you know, that classic apple shape, then you think, oh, my gosh, what can I do? What can I wear? Well, all you have to do is just forget about the tummy, minimize it by showing off your arms and legs. That's where you want the attention to. You've probably got great legs and arms. So in other words, with top, don't worry about it. Wear an untucked, longer top that's unstructured. Get a great bra to lift the girls up and off your tummy because otherwise it's just going to all look like one big blob there. So you want to separate the two and just something soft that flows over top of your tummy, and then forget about it. Now, what you want to do to emphasize your legs and your arms and your face is on that top, you want to put some nice embellishment up at the top or some kind of detail up at the top, the neckline to show off your face, um, you know, that type of thing. You, you, want to, you want to draw the eye away from the tummy to your other parts. And so on the bottom, for example, again, you, you want to have a soft-flowing fabric, nothing stiff, nothing... You know, you're very round, so you want something soft and flowing and a flat front front pant with no detail because any kind of detail is going to emphasize that tummy. Even if it's underneath a soft top, you're going to see buttons through and zippers and all that kind of stuff. And in terms of color, well, monochromatic dressing. If you can dress in shades of one color, that's fantastic because that's a, a great way to make you look taller and slimmer. So just, you know, varying shades of gray or pink or blue or whatever is your favorite color. Well, thank you, uh, Deborah. That was really great. Uh, where can people reach you if they want to learn more about you? Oh, well, they should come and visit me at Fabulous After 40. That's 40, fabulousafter40.com. And they can pick up a free copy of my special report, Five Massive Fashion Mistakes That Make You Look Too Old or Too Young and How to Get It Just Right. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for being our guest today. And I'm sorry for getting your name wrong. This having two Debs on the air with me today is just oh, crazy. Yeah. And then your names are so similar. We've had Deborah Boland today uh, visiting us with Fabulous After 40. Now we're going to switch over to Deb Boulanger. I think I got that right. I hope I got that right. These names are killing me. Uh, Deb, you've got some things to share with us about this tummy trouble that we're talking about when most of us seem to have it. You've got, you know, the inside scoop on health and wellness, uh, especially mm -hmm. for those post-40 bellies. And, and when you've got a couple kids popped out of them, it's even harder. What are some tips and tricks that you can give us uh, to combat that, that belly that gets in our way? Well, it's interesting because it is all about the hormones, right? And we tend to blame ourselves for food. But the top uh, endocrine disruptors are actually things like food additives and preservatives and pesticides. Uh, so that's number one, the toxins in our food. The other is the toxins in our environment. So things that disrupt our hormones are also the things that we put on our body, like the skincare products and our makeup. And the last is stress. So if we've got too much stress in our lives and we're not getting enough sleep, we're going to be packing on the pounds. So I'm doing a 30-day detox and when I say that to people, they think, oh, so you're going on a cleanse and you're drinking juices. How are you going to feel? I'm not fasting. I'm actually purging my pantry, getting rid of anything that has an artificial preservative or a toxin in it. And I'm going one step further and getting rid of foods that also tend to be inflammatory, wheat, gluten, dairy, soy, sugar, and unfortunately... I'm actually not drinking wine for 30 days. 
<laughs> I know that hits you right in the heart, doesn't it? But those are the things that are, um, it's those endocrine disruptors that tell our body, give it signals to store more fat. So I have a, a free guide that people can download uh, called myslimdownguide.com. That's just as it says, myslimdownguide.com. And there's nine easy steps that people can take to slim down any time of year. But the first thing you should do is actually purge your pantry and actually purge your medicine cabinet too of anything that has a lot of toxic ingredients in it. That would be everything in there if you looked at my medicine cabinet. I mean, how do we define toxic? Yeah, there's a great uh, website that's maintained by the Environmental Working Group, and it's called the Skin Deep Database. So what you can do is you can line up all your personal care products, and they have, oh, tens of thousands of products in the Skin Deep Database. And just key them in or key in some of the ingredients, and they rate them on a scale of 1 to 10 for toxicity. And you can look at what's inside. You know, some are endocrine endocrine disruptors. Um, Some are cancer-causing. They've been known to cause cancer. But basically, there's 80,000 unregulated chemicals in our personal care products. It's crazy. It's amazing that there's anybody alive on the planet, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> in the food we eat and what we put on our body, how in the hell are we still alive? It's like incredible. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's, you know, you keep hearing about people, you know, getting breast cancer or prostate cancer or brain cancer or all sorts of disease, diseases. And you think, you know, well, how can that happen? You know, how can that happen? And nobody knows. And there are no cures for these diseases. So all we can do is really protect ourselves and, you know, lose weight in the meantime. Well, you know, I'm, I used to buy all my skincare products and my bath gels and everything in the drugstore, and I don't do that anymore uh, because I, I'm a, a watch um, shop, shopping TV, and when these people come on with these really lovely products and they talk about all the natural ingredients in these products, and I've been trying them, and they do make a difference. Yeah, they make a huge difference, and there are a lot of great products out there to try. Um, There are some in your local health food store, and there's uh, many others online. Uh, One I like is beautycounter.com, and they work in conjunction with the Environmental Working Group and the Campaign for Safe Cosmetics. So, you know, detoxing, your body is detoxing all the time, right? So your liver and your kidneys, your gallbladder, they're all cleaning your blood all the time. So what we want to do is ease up that process. And in my case, I also have a nutritionist that I go to. So health coaches have health coaches too. And she gives me the right supplements to help my body process toxins more effectively. So I get rid of them on the outside. Then I support my body on the inside by giving it things it needs like B vitamins and what else am I taking? Oh, digestive enzymes and things like that that just help my body function more more efficiently. Well, yeah, because I think of all the stuff we add to my car. You know, I, I just look at that analogy. You know, I just got my car worked on and, you know, they're like changing this and adding that. And they added some additive to clean things out. And it's like, I think of all the junk I put in my body, you know, it's, it's time that I do something, you know, that's good for my body instead of beating it up. 
Exactly. And sleep is so important and sleep is so hard to come by. I mean, you hit menopause and if you're having night sweats or hot flashes, also the liver does all its work in the middle of the night. So if you're waking up at two or three o'clock in the morning, sometimes it's, you know, your liver knocking on the door. Maybe it was those three glasses of red wine you had before you went to bed or eating dinner too late. So anything that disrupts sleep is also going to put stress on your adrenals. And most of us who are busy women and we've had busy careers and we're hitting our 40s and 50s, our adrenals are shot anyway. So anyway, we can support the body, ease up on the toxins and just let everything relax and, and flow a little bit better. Well, you said that the adrenals are shot, and I agree. I mean, the adrenals are, are what reacts to a stress, and we're all stressed in one way or another, but can you repair an, uh, an exhausted adrenal with, with food or supplements? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Through uh, proper nutrition and the proper plant-based uh, substances and vitamins, you can absolutely repair your adrenals. And... Um, Absolutely. How important are probiotics? I mean, that you see that that name everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Probiotics are really important to your intestinal flora, and you've heard more and more recently that the gut is your second brain, and it's the source of all your immunity. So. Not everybody needs probiotics, but most of us do. Certainly, you don't want to be eating food that has antibiotics in them. Uh, you don't want to be going on long-term regimens of antibiotics yourself if you don't need them. Mm-hmm. So uh, I part of my 30-day detox is absolutely including some probiotics as well. Well, girls, I hate to interrupt you about it. Thank you for a great show today. Uh, this is Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. You've been a wonderful co-host as always. I love well, hosting these you. shows with you. We just run out of time every single time. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Deborah Boulanger. Can you tell us where we can learn more about you? Yes. Uh, my website is liveaholelife.net. I want everyone to live a whole life for their whole life. And uh, the Slim Down Guide that I mentioned is myslimdownguide.com. Wonderful, wonderful. You guys, next week we're going to meet with Adia Kolar, and she's from New Harbinger Publishers. So for those of you that are thinking about getting your book published with the Professional Bookhouse, she's somebody you're going to want to listen to on poweredup.talkradio.com. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and